are you playing? Hello, and welcome to What the Bleep Are You Playing? A podcast where we play a game many times bad and tell you why the bleep we played it. I'm Sean, who can't turn. This is fifth place Thomas and Mason, who finally is the best at something. And we played... a motorsport. Welcome to my world. <laughs> so let's let's just, let's just <laughs> get a dead let's just get this out right out from the beginning. Vroom. <laughs> I like racing games. I'm not great at racing games. I am exceptionally bad at realistic simulating racing games. I got to see that firsthand. I it am is- except there's a reason I'm not I, look, I, there's a reason I don't race my cars. I was, I, I was on, look, honestly, he said he said that, and I was like, nah, he's he's just being humble. He's going to be at least competent. No, I I'm, was I'm shocked. I'm really bad. Like, legitimately, I am really, really bad at them. I think they're fun, and I had fun playing this game. You'll hear me talking about it. I'm also just really, really bad at it. I was. Thomas is slightly better than me. <laughs> Yeah, emphasis on the slightly right there. Uh, uh, yeah. I I fuck around too much is my thing. <laughs> like, I would never be a proper race car driver because Sean would crash, I would crash, but I'd be more like Ricky Bobby. I'd just be fucking around the whole time. So it's like the it's like the racing equivalent to like being a kid playing soccer and just picking daisies <laughs> while everyone else plays. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'd be like, oh, I, this is a $300 million car, whatever. I'm taking it for a fucking stroll. <laughs> Fuck this shit. I'm taking it on my Sunday drive. So something interesting going into this. This is actually the first time I had played Forza. Not really being an Xbox person for the majority of my life. I have had different uh, on it. But honestly, kind of the racing simulators, I kind of stopped post Gran Turismo 2. <laughs> Uh, because that's when they started to get too realistic, and I was not good at them. See, this is this is an in, this is really interesting because I br- I brought this up when you told me this the first time. This is where like you can see the divide very clearly because you you said you stopped at two, mm-hmm. right? At Gran Turismo two, I started with Gran Turismo four, which uh, I said Gran Turismo three is kind of the one that really took off and made like the simulators really realistic. I think the, at this point, the Gran Turismo franchise is still the highest-selling PlayStation franchise, I it think. It wouldn't surprise me, because there's always been one at launch. If and, not, if yeah. not, it's, like, top five. It's one of those. It's one of... It's Without having, like, a mascot character, it is one of the, like... And what do you mean? It does have a mascot car. <laughs> without having a mascot character, it's probably <laughs> one of the... It's probably the highest-grossing PlayStation franchise, highest-selling PlayStation It's definitely franchise. up there, regardless. If, if only for the same reason that it's like, what do you mean Madden 25 sold 12 bazillion copies this year? Like, there's all, always people mm-hmm. who buy those. I think it might be with exclusive. Balls. It might be exclusive title type of thing that's only on one system. And part of that is, while a lot of people maybe 
you'll see on the online, well, do we really need another Gran Turismo game? Yes, they sell a bazillion copies. Yes. People love Gran Turismo, and as there are nine Forza Motorsport game copies, uh, uh, titles. Eight. eight. Uh, Turn Studio has made nine games. That's because there's both six and six Apex. Oh, I forgot about, I forgot about Apex. So there, yeah. Was that, that was like a, it was like a, an expansion mm-hmm. type thing. It, was it wasn't a, really a new game, but... It, it, well, it kind of is. Because it's, it, it, it's, it, it, it's similar to Animusha Genma, mm-hmm. where it's the same game, but it's repackaged, it's mm-hmm. given more content. Yeah, like that. yeah, that's what it will, on that. So anyway, there are nine Forza Motorsports, and uh, so... Which is crazy that there, how many there are, more Forzas there are than Gran Turismo's, considering Gran Turismo almost had a decade head start on them. Yeah, because Gran Turismo's only on like six or seven, right? Uh, yeah, around that amount, because it depends if you're counting some of the, like, the smaller little bits, but... No, but I, I, no, I'm talking about, uh, like... Their mainline stuff, because they took for, between three and four was a huge gap. They take a they took a long and three took a long time because three was not a PlayStation three launch if I remember right. Yeah. Me? <laughs> I'm just trying to remember it's more uh, trying to I don't think it was a launch it was meant to be but I don't think it was because they kept because they kept working think, on it yeah, working on it because right. like yeah. uh, Gran Turismo is one of those that takes a long time yeah, we talked a lot about Gran Turismo in the beginning of this podcast yeah, was about well, Forza well but, I think I think the reason we bring we, that that's like because that's the one that everybody like knows about mm-hmm. and. Forza in a, in its in a way is kind of like the underdog in that way. Like we were talking about it er- earlier, you brought up talking about uh, the developer Turn Ten when they start when they made this first game. This was in two thousand five. I would have been two. Uh, this was in two thousand five when they started. The lead, the head director was ba- like directly like we are directly competing. Oh yeah, Grand this Turismo was this series was created to be the Microsoft competition for yes. uh, PlayStation and Sony's Gran Turismo. It's a good point for the development here. This game was announced in 2004 at E3, mm. and then it took almost two and a half years of work to get it made. Sheesh. Uh, it was re- delayed three different times its release. It was initially supposed to come out in December of 2004, then to February 2005, then to April 2005. And when it was finally released in May of 2005, and they played that was a lot of Animal Crossing they played. Yeah, let's be honest. That was Diablo two. <laughs> so that was the, yeah, that was a, a kind of an inside thing we were talking about. The developer was like, yeah, because the, the they developers like, uh, they actually took a lot of developers from Nintendo, specifically Pokemon. Yeah, which was really interesting considering like if you were thinking to take from Nintendo franchise, which one am I going to take for my racing game? I'd be like, ah, oh, who's doing like Mario Kart or maybe somebody who worked on F Zero back in the day or any of those? No, Pokemon. Which makes me just want to see like a mod of uh, Forza Gran Turismo with the people in the helmets and whatever, but it's you know it's a super close up on the helmet the whole time you don't see anything, but when the car stops and the guy steps out of first place, it's fucking Pikachu in like a little racer outfit. I was gonna say it's the like the picture of the Diglett like underneath the ground, (laughs) like it's the big muscular Diglett in the cars. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's incredible. Uh, but it's they they play they were from Pokemon and they played a lot of Animal Crossing and Diablo two on the development. Which look, I don't know. There's a lot of delays. I don't know if this was actually as cool as it sounds. But it sounds like they had a rad time like developing this game. I was gonna say, I, knowing video game development, it probably was hell at points. But I, I'm gonna be perfectly honest. If your main your main memory from it is, yeah, we played a shit ton of Animal Crossing and Diablo two. <laughs> uh, 
a couple other really fun development things on this is uh, Forza and Microsoft uh, with the Xbox Live stuff. They teamed up with EB Games. This is before EB Games was bought out by (laughs) became uh, GameStop. Oh. Uh, Oh, okay. And they provide 25 kiosks. With uh, with games that could be played online, these were the Xbox Live titles. So you could go you could go up to a kiosk and play Xbox Live games. Oh, this cool. was one of them uh, that was displayed and playable on it, uh, and that was huge. So you could go into an EB Games, you could play a kiosk on a kiosk, you could actually play uh, the live titles against other people uh, uh, with the games. That's really cool. It, it was legitimately it's a really cool thing, mm-hmm. uh, and it was. Kind of, I mean, I know why. Great marketing. Legitimately great marketing. I, I know why they don't have it today, because money. But, mm-hmm, like, right. could you imagine if you go into GameStop and it's like, yeah, here's your PS5 and you can play Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 online. Like, just play a couple matches or something like that. Or play mm-hmm. Gran Turismo fuckery uh, Part 17 uh, Not to, you know, talk about former business attempts that I've had, uh, the idea of a video game, coming in and playing a video game, renting a game for an hour at a location and playing it at that location on a TV and things like that. I think there is a market for it. This kind of shows that, like, that was a really cool thing. Now, again, 2004 versus now, you know, there is a lot of difference. But the idea that, like, hey, yeah, you went you went to a game store not just to, like, check out the games, but you also got to kind of demo a lot of the games. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm old enough to remember the Walmarts and Targets having, you know, Game Boy Advance to hook up with the newest Pokemon sitting there, and you could play for a while and realize what Chucklehead came in and named all the Pokemon <laughs> Fuckboy, you know? <laughs> wow. Uh, but it, it, it definitely is a really interesting marketing tool, and with how popular Forza has become, and I think probably in sales, probably Gran Turismo. I, I didn't have the numbers, but I'm going to guess Gran Turismo is probably still the better seller overall. I mean, yeah. But because of how many there are, Forza might be actually the bigger name I, at this point. I was going to, well. Well, Gran Turismo one, did one just get a movie. movie. I was going to say, one of them has a movie, which means I like yeah. Forza more automatically because it doesn't have that obnoxious trailer that was replayed. Like, <laughs> oh, movie. man. Oh, man. But I, I really. I really think the development. Racer, I want to kill myself. I really like the development of this game and the interesting things uh, that they went through, but also just the people they brought on. We didn't get to experience a ton of the soundtrack because it was an Xbox. It's a lot more customizable. But mm-hmm. what you, we did was like, oh, that soundtrack's really good. You know who composed it? Who? Junkie XL. No way. <laughs> no way. Wow, so we went from Forza to Batman v Superman. Kind of a downward trajectory. <laughs> oh, then he went to King of the Monsters, I believe. Mm. What's that hit? Yeah, I believe Oh, wow. Okay, him. so, you know, a downward or then an upward. I thought it was him. No, he didn't do King of the Monsters. Uh, uh, that was a uh, Bear... Bear Bear McCree. Yeah, That's Bear McCree. I don't know... How I know that is just amazing. I don't know why... He did something else other than Batman v Superman. He's done a I'll bunch. Fuck it, Suicide he did, Squad. Uh, no, no, Junkie okay. XL did uh, Mad Max. Ah, that's what I was thinking. Oh, yeah. Uh, But anyway, the other thing about the development in this is that they worked a lot on the AI. There's a lot of artificial intelligence that learns in this game, that picks up on your habits and things like that and helps you with it. Uh, And while we didn't spend a ton of time, again... I'm really bad at this game, so like, <laughs> yeah, uh, there was you know some of this. You some can't of it, overstate that enough. That's true. Uh, so we didn't get as much experience, but like this game revolutionized a lot of the uh, AI involved in racing games. 
right. uh, and what they developed and what they created mm-hmm. during this. This is this franchise. It cannot be stated how impactful this franchise is, despite it being kind of the one that is the, the little brother to the big simulator that is Gran Turismo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It, it so kind of like. Kind of going into like my own experience with the with the Forts, uh, uh, yes, franchise because this is this was my the game that I chose because th- this is actually I think no 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 this has happened before but this is one of those games that I that I picked that I hadn't played before because mm-hmm. you're a big fan yeah. of the series but not necessarily yes, back to the because OG I, yeah because I started because when we got our our 360 fun fact I actually. Wanted a 360 because of Forza, um, but when when that I got checks it, out for you. I, I started I started with uh, the third game, uh, Motorsports Three, and then I ended up getting the game that I actually wanted. Uh, my parents ended up getting getting three for me, confusing it with the one I wanted, which was four. Uh, so I, I had that one. And the whole reason I really wanted that game is because at this uh, when that game came out, I was really huge into uh, Top Gear. The from the, the yeah. UK TV show, and that game, that game specifically, the fourth game, uh, started what would become uh, through the franchise a really close relationship with Top Gear, the show, with the test track being in every single, almost every single game after that. The recent one doesn't have one. Don't even get me started on that. Uh, <laughs> but the, yeah, they had a very close relationship with that show, which meant that the games had a really close relationship with me. So I, I played four, and then I, I skipped five and six uh, because it took a while for me to get an Xbox One, mm-hmm. and then I got seven. Uh, the Forza Horizon series is a different story. That I played all, I've played and completed every mm-hmm. single game, at least the main story of every single game. So that I have a much more continuous relationship with. But, but kind of going in going into this game and with my own experience from playing those games and also having before that even played a few of the Gran Turismo titles. The thing that I the thing that I like about one of the one of the things at least that I like about Forza is that it's got it's a very it it has its own style mm-hmm. when compared to Gran Turismo. Gran Turismo is very like I'm I'm trying to think of like how to how to it's very like high maintenance. Everything everything feels like clean and everything's mm-hmm. like you know, it's like a perfectly curated experience. Forza feels more like realistic in a way, like gritty, like you're actually going through like the career of mm-hmm. a racing driver. Whereas in Gran Turismo, it does feel more like a simulation, at That's least fair. from my perspective. Yeah, and I, that and going in with that mindset into this game, this game feels so much like it's trying to copy Gran Turismo, which isn't necessarily a bad thing because the Gran Turismo games are great. So why wouldn't you want to copy from those? But at the same time, it takes away from the game having like its own distinguished uh, identity in a way. Well, interestingly enough, before we kind of really dive fully into the gameplay, I figured I'd talk a little bit about the reception on this game. Incredibly well-received. Legitimately across the board. 92 on Metacritic. It's yeah, nines, nines and a half across yeah, cor- the board. Yeah, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think IGN gave it a nine and a half, correct? Yes. Okay, yeah. That, that's and, the one score that I remembered. You know, Game Zone, nine and a half. Uh, Game Informer, eight and a half. Electronic Gaming Monthly, nine and a half. But uh, actually, on the uh, it appeared on the cover of uh, t- June tw- 2004 issue of Popular Science. 
And the reviewer of that praised the game and said, basically praising it, saying that it was the best, most realistic console racer ever made, even more than the one that had just came out, Gran Turismo 4. Wow. And you know what? Had, like, I would have to, I'd have to go back and replay mm-hmm. uh, Gran Turismo 4 just to remember everything about it. But I did, I did play it a lot when I was younger. And, you know, kind of, like... If I trying to reach back with my experience with Gran Turismo Four as much as possible, it does still have like a little bit of that arcadey feel to it. A little bit like the thing I that, didn't notice the arcadey, but also you know, bad. The, and the, the the thing that I didn't that I really didn't like about playing that game is something that it's it's a really small thing, but it's something that well, Gran Turismo nitpicking now. <laughs> <laughs> Mason has never nitpicked a video game ever. Shut up. Anyways, it's it, it's it, but it, it makes a world of difference. In the Gran, in in Gran Turismo Four, when you're driving, the camera is directly behind you at all times, mm-hmm. which means that if you spin out, that camera spins out with you. I love that. See, I don't because that makes it that that that, that it's very disorienting. Disorientate. Fuck. It makes me dizzy. It makes yeah, me if you're spinning out, disorienting is the word. Yes. So when I but so when I play Forza, the way that it like when the car can turn and you can and it like can go full around, but the camera's still pulled back and you can see it flipping around. I prefer that personally. And yeah, Mason's and like I don't want realism in my real <laughs> in my <laughs> simulator. Well, well, I mean, I'm just messing with you, right? But yeah, that 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 is uh, like it doesn't. Gran Turismo 4 doesn't quite feel, like, as realistic as Forza does. Like, good good example of how, like, not really realistic Gran Turismo 4 was. Tying it back to Top Gear again. Yes, I love that I can t- keep talking about this show. I'm going to make you guys watch an episode. At, oh, uh, for Christ's sake. No, you're going to... No, <laughs> trust me, you're going to love it. You're going to love it. You're going to love it, trust me. It has basically nothing to do with cars. I, I've seen a couple episodes of Top yeah. Gear before. Uh, yeah, so there was... There was a segment that uh, one of the presenters did in an episode where he he did he went around a track in Gran Turismo 4. He was in a blue Honda NSX 2004, and he took it around uh, Laguna Seca, a track that's also in this game, in, For- in Forza Motorsport. He took it around uh, Laguna Seca in the game, and then he got a real version of that car, went to Laguna Seca, and tried to match the time. And what he figured out is that the track in Gran... In- Gran Turismo isn't entirely accurate, and the way that the car goes around it isn't entirely ac- like the the opening curve in the in the game. You could take it flat out in real life. He had to let off so that he could get around it, and it's it's little stuff like that that makes it not as realistic. Whereas Forza, it felt like yeah, this is of course it's it's 2005. It's not going to be perfect, but I think this was as close as they could get to perfect racing physics in 2005, as they possibly could. Fair enough. Uh, I, I'm going to take your word for it. <laughs> uh, let's, let's jump into some of the gameplay here, uh, because we'll just start off. Look, I like games where I can drift really well. It's no surprise, Tokyo Drift is one of my favorite <laughs> Fast and Furiouses, so... Uh, but... Deja vu, I've just been. <laughs> <laughs> we that, that car is actually the initial D car is actually in this game. This, uh, I, 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 as said by the name, I can't turn. I cannot make a turn to save my life in this game. 
I cannot make a turn like, to save my life. Uh, the, this was a thing. I don't know if this was... I don't remember it being in 4. I think this might have been a thing that this game introduced. Even with like the guides that line through that turn red when you're supposed to break. So, we know that when I play fighting games, I don't like to block. Do so you assume I like to, like to break? Okay, this is where I think playing... Uh, some of the newer, newer. T- I think you'd be better actually at some of the newer Forza titles because there's an auto break function that breaks for you, so you oh. don't even have to do it. Oh, yeah, I don't know that about that. Awful. That sounds awful. It's not great. I will admit. Yeah. I, it's if you're if you're just starting out playing the game, it's it's uh, it's pretty nice did, because did, then you did like, they do that in Horizons? I don't remember it being a thing in that game. Okay, it might have been. I don't because I remember playing a realistic racing game. I don't remember what one because I'll be honest, they all blend together for me at a certain point. That's fair. Uh, I mean, kind of when it's an actual racing, they all blend together. Like I can, like I can tell the difference between Forza Horizons and Forza Motorsports. Obviously, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not a fucking idiot. Right, but when but, it's like simulation racers, yeah, they all kind of. Blend. And I forget, I and I forget which one it was. But one of them had auto break on like for uh, uh, by default, mm. and literally the first thing I did after my race was I went to the options and turned that shit off because I hated it. But it but it's <laughs> great. But it's actually it's a great feature if you're like Sean or if you're like I was when I first started playing and you and you're not good at these games that it actually stops for you see, so you don't even have to worry about it. See, I, maybe it's the fighting game player in me, but I don't want like. All right, now use this to help you get better at the game. Then you can turn it off. I want break your fucking teeth in on this steering wheel. Then you get better at the game, you stupid pussy. That's like that's kind of what I want in the game. That's what's great about like the newer Forza games is that if Sean were to try to play now, he'd be great at them because they basically drive themselves. So, you... so, and on it, all of that, <laughs> I, I will say. Uh, I do like drifting in this game. I wasn't great at it, obviously. Mm-hmm. I was really I, bad at I it. But I managed to get a couple off, and I liked drifting because it reminded me of Driver. That's mm-hmm. fair. And that's my realistic driving series. I fucking love Driver. I'm dog-ass shit bad at it, but mm-hmm. uh, I love Driver. And one of my favorite things to Driver do is, 3 rocks. Uh, just, uh, yeah. <laughs> the but, one where they went away from a lot yeah, of stuff. Yeah the, yeah, the one where it has less driving. Where they were like, "Hey, that GTA is really popular. What if we did a what if we did a a, a theft what if we auto? Did a GTA. What if we did a theft auto? What if we what if we did a grand a, a theft auto in a grand fashion? But uh, I actually I go back to Driver One, and one of my favorite things to do in that game was actually. Just drifting, because drifting in a racing, in a realistic racing game, one of the reasons I do go back to them, even though I'm not the biggest fan and I'm not that good at them, is because when you can drift, it feels really fucking mm-hmm. good. And this game reminded me a lot of that in Driver, because when you hit it just right, it straight up feels like something out of the main inspiration for Driver was Bullet and that car chase. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, you really feel that, and you do kind of feel it in this game. Not to the same extent, obviously. It's trying to emulate an action movie versus trying to emulate, you know, actual racing. Right. But you do feel just that heavy car just turn slightly, 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 and then, boom, you get it perfectly, and you can zoom off. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the dr- drifting is still, like, a thing. Like, I've, I've been playing the, the, the newest Forza game that is uh, also just called Forza Motorsport, and... Uh, 
hours. Something I've when 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 you have enough titles, you just start going the same. You know, you go back to the original and. <laughs> but the the thing the thing about the thing that I that uh, I was immediately reminded when I played the game is that for me, drifting in simulation uh, racing games is really hard for me. Yes, it's really hard for me to do that. Now in the yeah, horizon in the horizon games, it's actually a lot easier because it's actually it's a the horizon games are kind of like a perfect blend of like simulation racer and arcadey feeling mm-hmm. controls. So it's of, a lot easier to drift. Which is kind of games. where I like the horizons games a lot. So. Oh yeah, those are great games. I thought about I I thought about putting one of those games on my list, but uh, yeah, it's the the three uh, three sixty games. I, they felt like a little too recent, whereas this is like oh two thousand five. I think that that's yeah. enough. I think. Hey, I know we I know we've played games from like two thousand twelve and like but like you know I want to I wanted to. I, wanted I think to this go, was a good starting of point right. for this franchise because of what it has become, uh, and how how far it's it's it, you know in its eighteen years of existence that it's mm-hmm. you know it's built. And had a ton of games. It's a very popular franchise, uh, so I think this is this legitimately was a good starting point for it. Also, I just happened to own it, so like that's also one of the reasons. Mason's like, I think I want to do a Forza, and I was like, I looked at my uh, collection. I go, well, uh, I think I have the original Forza. All right, let's do it. Yeah, he said that, and I was like, you son of a bitch, I'm in. It was <laughs> it was like... one of those that uh, because when I bought my Xbox, I got like a just a crap load of just random games and i was like hey i think i have the original forza and sean's like i got the original forza mason's like yeah let's play the original forza i'm like but i didn't play one two or three as a <laughs> there i pulled uh, the, there uh, i pulled the mason that was a mason pun <laughs> it took me also a second i was like what do you mean it was the first oh wait i got he it said that and then i was like do i want to laugh at that do i want to encourage this and then <laughs> so it's your hobby, bitch. I know something. There can only be one. <laughs> I, I don't plan on making too many more. So. One of the things I think they did really well with this game is it is perfectly built for the Xbox controller. Oh yeah, those triggers are sick. It is perfectly built for the Xbox controller. Yes, like that, like. Are there some things I'm like, maybe I would rather have some of the button placements a little differently, but when you are immediately making your uh, your gas, your right trigger, and your brake, your left trigger, like, yeah, that's yeah, perfect. That's fin- yeah, and uh, all of all of the, not, funnily enough, now that I've played, like, a Forza game on every cons- on every e- Xbox console, like, they all have the perfect triggers mm-hmm. for those games. It, it, it's legitimately... I mean... I don't know if this is an unpopular uh, hot take. I guess the Xbox has the best controllers. Oh, the Xbox oh, uh, consoles have, for years, in my opinion, had the best triggers. I think. Oh, yeah, oh the trigger, absolutely the best triggers. I, I said controllers, but, but I yeah. got triggers. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, they, again, we've talked about this with a few other of the games. Remember, the Xbox, in a lot of ways, because Halo was its defining game and what it basically launched the console in a lot of ways. Of course, everything was built around those triggers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, whereas Sony was like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And then they're like, what if we changed it entirely? And everyone was like, no, we don't want a boomerang. <laughs> we don't want the boomerang controller, granddad. We didn't want it with the multi-tap on the PS1. And then <laughs> and then uh, uh, Nintendo was like, would you like jelly beans on your controller? <laughs> Not Done. <at> <laughs> Granddad. <laughs> and I'm also like, yeah, I do love that controller. It's my favorite controller. 
button shape's a little odd, but yes, I do love you. Or you know, they they were or when they were like with the with the sixty four, they were like, well, the PS two has two prongs. Well, how the, can we improve? Incorrect, oh. because the sixty four joystick came first. So well, then, uh, yeah, but still on the on the PlayStation controllers, they still had those two prongs on the side. For okay, the, yeah, the two sides on. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was okay, like, so it was like, the, yeah. So the really? PlayStation has two prongs. I was like, this would be what another episode where I corrected what, you on. Okay, so no, really odd N sixty four controller tangent. I watched a video on an N sixty four platformer, and the guy actually had a really good point why the controller is designed the way it is. It's designed for various types of controllers for various types of games. Yes, right. because. I didn't. I didn't put it together until he watched it. But he was doing a two D platformer, so hey, he holds it like a regular controller. But then a three D game, oh, you hold the middle button mm-hmm. because you're using the analog stick. And for some reason, that clicked with me. So it, I was always like, oh, there's I'm a lot. An idiot. <laughs> you know why not a good tangent into sixty four controller, but a little bit. But there is a lot of like uses to it. The problem is that. It's just kind of ugly, and not everyone figured out how to use the controller as it, well. It's also well. That's because the most popular game, other than like Mario sixty four, was Zelda. Mm-hmm. And Zelda, you're supposed to control like this. You know, you're supposed mm-hmm. to hold the middle part, and then you hold the mm-hmm. the right side. But the left side, you still use for items and shit. So people constantly had to fucking had to go back and forth. I just hit the uh, you know, uh, uh, Golden Eye and things like that. You were yeah. you were holding it and doing a lot. So that, again, I actually. Don't hate the 64 controller, but also I understand the people who do really have a just d- internal rage at it. I have okay, I guess controller tension. I have never picked up a controller that I absolutely despised. There's been ones that I didn't. Have like you as ever much. picked up the Philips CDI controller? Have you, bitch? <laughs> I have actually. I have. I my brother. We had a Philips CDI for a little while. He almost why? So his best friends. Uh, his dad cleaned out his like uh, attic, or his, their uncle. I think it was their uncle cleaned out and was like, "Hey, it's a video game system. Do you want it?" And we borrowed it for a while. So I... why did they have it? How much? Di- Hold on. How much disposable income did this family have to be like, "Hey, you know what? We should get a Philips CDI. Here is a mortgage." It had. We we played. Yeah, uh, we had both. We had the Zelda games on it, a fishing game, and a baseball game. Uh, that was all. So we had like, you know... Okay, well, the answer to your question is no. Obviously, I have not held a CDI controller because I have fucking respect for myself. That's fair. (laughs) Anyway, there's our controller tangent in the Forza episode. Okay. Because for me, I just don't have a lot to say. Mm -hmm. It's a racing game. It's a good racing game. It's a very good racing game. And uh, I guess something I will say, the environments are fucking phenomenal. Oh my gosh. Especially for the Xbox, the OG Xbox, the environments are fucking crazy. It is a gorgeous game. Like, I understand that, yeah, you know, there are some, you know, if you look off in the distance, there's a few things. But we were, we were in one of the levels and it had like the storm clouds and I was just, while, and Mason was the one racing and I was just watching, I was like, those are some of the most realistic storm clouds I've seen on this generation of oh, con- it's, like. Oh, it's great. And, it's, and I was like, I understand this is probably just like matte painting stuff in the background because they're not really moving or anything. But I am just in awe of how pretty it, it looks. It, <laughs> uh, probably my favorite one. Again, Mason was playing because it was like here. It's your domain. Uh, like, let's watch it, Mason be good at something. Yeah, and 
they were racing through a city. I don't remember the name of the level. It was like a. It was. I think it was just like New York City. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think you're right. But it straight up looked like fucking Gotham. You're driving like you're driving through. It's pitch black except the. Oh no! Wait, no, no. That was uh, that was uh, like a shipping yard. Yeah, that was the shipyard. But it looks like some out of a fucking Batman movie. Like you're just driving along. It's pitch black, but the lights are shining down. You're like. That's badass. It's it was badass. really cool. Badass. Yeah, dude. The environments were great. The it, levels, legitimately, you know, as as Mason unlocked more because you know, none, neither Thomas or I could really unlock stuff, uh, or really put in the effort to actually try to. I was gonna say I didn't care, uh, <laughs> but it was. I got two cars. That's what I need, baby. Uh, but as, as you you get more of the uh, races, we saw they're really cool. But also the amount of cars in this game, and I understand that like GTA, not GTA, Gran Turismo is known for lots and lots and lots of cars. I, I just didn't. That. I, I didn't. Expect uh, Forza the initial from the beginning to have this many cars in its uh, initial run, right? Because exactly. it is a huge library across the bar board as well, and some really cool ones as well. I'm not a car person, like I'm not like it, my brain doesn't really work that way. But like there were just like there were multiple. I was like, oh, that's a cool car. That's a really cool. That's in a racing game. That's cool. Yeah, we we all have our kind of things weird weird things. Well, not weird things, I guess, but like. Things that we like more than the others. Yeah, I guess. Things but, that drive but, our brain cuckoo. But, but yes. like... In a good way. But like, you know, when we did the Bond tier list, hey, go watch that plug, plug, plug. Uh, Mason brought up that I like wrestling, Sean likes anime, Mason likes music. That can also be like Mason likes cars, Sean likes uh, controllers and video game stuff. And I like... I do love controllers. I don't know. <laughs> I, I guess I'm the gun guy because I know more about them than That's you guys. Fair. But but you know, <laughs> even even in this game, like we, you could ru- you could use the Aston Martin. You could race in the that that, that alone made the game worth yeah, it. Yeah, so. that was awesome. Like, was I good with the Aston Martin? No, I crashed a lot and finished in last place. <laughs> but bring shame to the Bondi name. But it was so cool to ri- drive it. Uh, and something that I mentioned uh, when we were running through the New York City level, it reminded me a lot of uh, one of from the previous Bond game that we played. Yeah, like the, from Agent Under Fire. Under Fire, some of the racing levels. Like I was like, yeah, that's actually kind of similar look to it. If you just had like more cars coming the opposite direction, you were chasing someone. This is just a Bond level. Yeah, God forbid, playing a Forza Motorsports game, they just suddenly open Which, fucking fire. <laughs> actually, something good for this game is that like the environments you could put into other games as well, but they did it with a racing game, and I actually think that really works for it. Like, yeah, I, I think what's a re- what makes kind of a really good racing environment for me personally is when you can imagine yourself doing things other than racing in it. But racing through it provides this thrill. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I think a really good example is Toy Story Racer. Yeah, things. I know exactly what you're talking about. I know where, exactly. Where, like, yeah, you, you look like, these look like actual places that you could walk around. It looks like an actual arcade. It looks like an actual house. But you're not walking around them. You're racing around them. And that makes it more impactful for me. Mm-hmm. It's kind of why so many realistic racing games do click a certain spot with me mm-hmm. like uh the need for speed games in particular when you're blazing Love through a city at fucking games. 195 miles per hour and it's a real ass city so you can imagine these poor uh rich people eating their croissants or whatever in Quessels. france <laughs> in, in france and then all of a sudden they hear Mm-mm, and you drift through all the fucking tables <laughs> There, there is something to just be said on that. Is like, while maybe me being a little more like, hey, I'm not good at these games. I don't have a lot to share. It doesn't mean I don't like these games. I very much enjoy these games. But like as Thomas just mentioned, in this sort of more 
I say realistic because these next few games aren't that realistic, but the cars a lot of times are. I'm more of the need for speed or the burnout. That's what I would yeah. play more yeah. than these yeah. games. That's that's kind of my domain as well. I also, mm-hmm. again, I bring up Driver. Mm-hmm. But Driver is less... Bless you. Okay, sorry. Uh, but Driver is less of a racing game and more mm-hmm. just an objective-based game where you happen to be driving. Mm-hmm. So, kind of because you uh, earlier brought up the car the car list, and kind of going back to that, I do, I, I do like this game. I have had nothing but kind things to say about it, but there are a couple of gripes that I do have with it, and that is specifically who could have predicted that the car list. Uh, who could have predicted sh- this? Shut up! If you have on your bingo card, Mason found a gripe in a game that Mason actually that loves. Ma- that Mason suggested. <laughs> Listen, Poe, nothing's perfect. All right. Yeah, this game's not perfect. Where the fuck is Lightning McQueen? <laughs> He's a car, right? I think that counts. Yes, where, where is the cast from Cars in this guy? Oh, man, we should play the Cars game. That's a great it's game. On your it's list. on your list. It's on oh, your okay. list. Okay. Spoiler alert for later this season. Anyways, car list. Um, so for one thing, they, they organize the cars by performance, by default, which is something that you can do in the later games. But in those in the in future games, by default, they're all they're all uh, organized by brand, which I prefer personally because I, I like a lot of for me playing the Forza games is kind of making my own fun and taking one car from one brand and one from another, putting them on a track at different times, seeing which mm-hmm. one goes around the fastest, and that's kind of harder to do when it when it's performance sorted like that. Um, uh, there's also a lot of there's a lot of glaring omissions that I noticed, like car brand wise, like there are no Lamborghinis. There are no Alfa Romeos. There's no... Wasn't um, Lamborghini... Again, we're also against Gran Turismo uh, at the time, and Gran Tur- there were a lot of, like, the likenesses I think could only be used in that game franchise. I was going to say, franchise. I'm pretty sure they had, like, There were a, a couple, or there were a couple that they could... And again, we're talking about a startup game, uh, first game in it, they maybe didn't get all the licensings and things that like that. That is fair. And that I, I can... I, I guess I can... And again, I may just be talking out my ass. I don't actually have any yeah, proof I, of I, it I, one I, way or another. Yeah, That's just, just me guessing. It, right, and it, if that is the reason, I guess I can accept that but the other thing and kind of the thing that i was hoping that would happen uh when playing this game is that one of one of the reasons why i want to go back and play some of those older gran turismo games is that the the car list in those games are freaking wild sometimes like in the in the fourth gran turismo game you can drive the first ever car ever made Mm -hmm. and race it around tracks it only goes like 15 miles an hour but it's still cool that you can do that and i was kind of hoping that i would like going back and playing this game i was like oh there'll be like some kind of weird out there strange looking car with like wings coming out of wings and like side pipes that are like longer than the car itself and there would be like some kind of weird cars in there and there were like there was like one maybe and i wish there were more of those like weird cars that you could this is a total tangent here. Has there ever been like a DC or Marvel superheroes racing game? Um, there was Gotham City Racers, but that's all I can remember. Because you, you said weird racers, and I was like, like the Batmobile. Wait, has there been one where you could like the Batmobile versus like any of the other superheroes having random cars? and That one weird ass Superman jet that's a toy? Oh, I saw that. Yeah. 
I would totally the spider play buggy. That. I want a racing game where I can race yeah, the spider right. buggy. Race the spider buggy. Like yeah. just give it. Like you know how Hot Wheels makes like each superhero into like different versions in their cars and things yeah. like that. I'm like, I want a racing game where I can race those cars. Anyway, that is a completely that probably, weird tangent. That would be a licensing nightmare, though, I think. Probably. But, uh, whatever Hot Wheels Unleashed is doing. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, this has been an episode full of tangents because while this game is awesome, I think all of us can agree this was a fun time. This was a yes. good game. A lot of it. It's not necessarily my forte, and because I have uh, little to no knowledge of cars... It is hard for me to sometimes be like, yeah, let me talk about engines and stuff. It's similar to the Def Jam episode where, yes, it's a fun game, but we went on a lot of tangents that episode because the game is just solid. Mm -hmm. Like, it's possibly a hot take. Def Jam uh, is not like this, but this game, it doesn't super excel at a lot. I mean, except the graphics and... Mm -hmm. I'd say. If, if if driving simulators is your thing or like that like that it's going to excel uh, for you 110%. And, and, and I think that's it. It doesn't excel for me. Exactly. Anything, that's that's my brain. Mm-hmm. So And and for me who as, as I said like once I got out of Gran Turismo 2, which is kind of like they still that's where they really 3 is where the realism started to really kick in because you know they were no longer on the PlayStation. Um <laughs> where so like that's where it really started to kick in the realism. And my struggle with that, uh, and so like this game, it, it's just it's it's not gonna it's not gonna be the thing that I I'm gonna seek out a ton. That being said, I really enjoyed this game. I highly recommend this game. I highly recommend if you have an old Xbox playing this game because it is really fun uh, playing it with friends. You know, it was funny when we did uh, some individual racing, and you know, Mason absolutely. I think beat Thomas by like four minutes and me by like four and a half minutes. <laughs> I was close to lapping both of you. It was it was very funny how bad we got beat back to back. In my defense, I stopped caring. Oh yeah, through. oh yeah. And there was a, mo- po- a point... Because I knew I was going to lose. Okay, that that might be could be like, actually, I'm good at this game. I'm not. Mason was beating me by like three minutes and I stopped caring, so he beat me by four. <laughs> So there you go. Uh, <laughs> okay, no. He was beaten by three minutes and 59 seconds, and then I stopped caring, and he beat me by four. <laughs> there was there was a moment while we're racing that I was like, I was like, oh, I cut, like, I was like, I am only 45 seconds behind Mason. And then I was like, I'm doing awesome. And then the next checkpoint, I'm like, I'm a minute and 45 seconds behind Mason. What just happened? <laughs> well, I think, oh, well, uh, hold on. fucking well, warp drive. But I was like, I'm actually driving well. I feel like, like, I was like, maybe I lost a few seconds, but I'm still, like, not doing bad. What in in your defense, in that race, you were in a uh, you were in a Mustang GT, and I was in a Bentley Continental, which is uh, a bit like racing somebody in shoes you bought from Goodwill versus racing somebody against uh, somebody in a fresh pair of Nikes. You were gonna lose, Mason, even if you were good, Mason. You could have been riding a unicycle and would have beaten him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm in the clown car. Like, I, yeah, you're just... Now that's the thing, the circus racing game. Let's go, boys. Let's go. Oh, but I think if you take... You get, you get in the clown car, you're just throwing clowns out of it at other people. <laughs> Instead of bananas like in Mario Kart, you're throwing clowns? Yes. Yeah, you're just chucking a clown. I think... <laughs> go, Bongo. <laughs> if you take anything from this episode, it's that this game is fun. It's just not... 
two thirds of uh, this podcast uh, skill set. Yep, and the one third is skilled enough to make up for that. So. that yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. That, see, I, 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 I like, I like doing games. Like, I like finally doing like because we've done so many fighting games, and I'm not like awful at them, but compared to, but like I'm, am kind of so like. Being able to play a game that I'm good at on this podcast for once makes me happy. Look, if you anybody listens to this episode and then goes back and listens to our Agent Under Fire episode, in which yeah. Thomas and I are just <laughs> like... We are just baffled. At how bad Mason was at Agent Under Fire. Just so, go back so, and listen. So how the table... How the turns table. How the turns have tabled. Or like, I think of like when, uh, when I was talking about that one level in Sonic Adventure 2, where I was like, I had to do this... this. I spent 18 minutes on that level... <laughs> That's what yeah. I think. Uh, see, when I think of Sonic Adventure 2, I think of you going, that was that, that level was easy, come on. I'm like, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Listen to that episode for podcast. Plug, plug, I'm getting all the whoring out. <laughs> but on this podcast, we like to ask two important questions of every game that we play. The first one, how does it hold up? Really, really well. Really well. okay. And, and a lot better than I honestly thought it would. Uh, yeah, honestly, Sam, you know... Again, Xbox games tend to hold up pretty well as a whole because of the system. It's very similar to, like, a lot of GameCube games hold up well, too. You know, and, you know, PS2 was a little bit longer in the tooth at times. And, you know, there, there's so many games on the PS2 that you are hit and miss. But a lot of the Xbox games, specifically the uh, uh, big Microsoft-made titles, hold up really well. Mm-hmm. And uh, this one, yeah, this one holds up exceptionally well, I feel like. Yes. There's nothing that I felt was like, oh, that's just a, th- th- the reason that's not very great. That's just a thing of its time, you know, whatever. There's no, it was all just like, yeah, that's, it's a good racing game. It's very realistic in it, in, in where it is. The graphics are good. Everything look, looks great. Like, yeah, it held up well. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I got nothing folks like I'm sorry but I'm genuinely like I got nothing to add that it holds up well (laughs) well I think the second question will be really interesting here would you like to see a remake or a reimagining in a modern setting of just this game here's the the thing I love this game it's great I love this franchise it's great what would be the point and I say that for multiple reasons for one we just got a brand making new forts again. Mm-hmm. Why would you really want to go back and play the first one? Second off, if you really do want to play the first one, if you if you're, you just want to play it that bad, I'm fairly certain you can play it across all of the range of Xbox consoles. It's not that hard That's to get. That's fair. It's not expensive. It's not, not expensive. It's not, it's, un, it's not unobtainable. Mm-hmm. So why would there need to be a new one, a new version of this old ass game? So here... here I actually kind of agree with you on the majority of it, but also a little bit of more. Would a like ground like from the taking this game and putting it into the new game, just but all the stuff we have in it, just playing, going back and playing it, but playing it in the modern graphics might be kind of fun. So that would just that would just amount to being like putting all the tracks in this game and the whole car list and putting honestly probably game. better than a, another game. Yes, would be like a DLC, like download the old Forza D, Forza stuff yeah, as a for DLC the, for the inevitable like. Uh, mm-hmm. 25th anniversary of Forza. Yeah, something like that. Might as well. Yeah, that's something I can see doing. Would I want a whole new game by itself? No, probably not. But also... It's it's like saying, yeah, I want a remake of the original Microsoft Flight Simulator. Why? I think there is an audience... I I can say there is an audience... Like, let's say Forza 9 comes out. 
It won't be titled that, but sure. yes, yeah, whatever. The, yeah, the next F- one in yeah, motorsports. FM nine. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, F9, the saga continues. Nine Forza, Nine Motorsport uh, <laughs> comes out and uh, they inclu- for the 25th anniversary. And they include on it that you can you can also play the original game. It's not like updated very much graphically just, or anything. It's just an HD. It's on there and you can play like it. a bonus. That would be cool. Maybe, like that, yeah, maybe that, add some online capability. Yeah, there's some things you could absolutely do with it that would be cool. You could do but like, do we need it as a full like remake? No, that would not be. You could do like you could do like a uh, here if you if if they really wanted to to bring back these these older games, you could do like a uh, Master Chief Collection type thing where you have the first three games in a collection with updated graphics and an option to go back to the old ones if you want. In fairness, we have said that a lot on a lot of these games. Man, I would love you know three or four of these games you know put together. We've said the and bundles would be kind yeah, of yeah. We've we've gone down. We've gone back to the bundle a lot. If, yeah, if you need it, and like have that. For me, it's it's kind of different than asking like we did Call of Duty last season, the first Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. It's like would that be remastered or remade? That's different because Call of Duty has this thing, you know. Costs nine ninety nine at your nearest retailer. It's called a story, mm-hmm. <laughs> and Forza really doesn't. Mm-hmm. And that's by design, obviously. I am not. Right. I am not bitching. How dare Forza not have this sixty hour RPG ass narrative where Honda Civic has to drive into God's face or whatever? But like, <laughs> uh, it's 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 just for me. Like, I am not exactly sure if I would have this, like, remade from the ground up or whatever, because I feel like it would be kind of inseparable. Mm -hmm. But I can see it being like what Sean said, you know, when F9, yeah, you have Forza 9, Horizon 9, whatever, comes out, you and you include it on the disc as, like, a bonus, add some online capability maybe, just because it would be very funny in, like, 2027 or whenever the hell it comes Mm -hmm. out. To be like, yeah, here's the online cap here's the online leaderboards for the first Forza game. Like, that'd be <laughs> would, funny. would be funny. Uh, an idea that I have here that will never ever happen, but an idea would be really cool uh, at that time time frame. That if they really Forza movie, no, but if they released Forza, the OG Forza. Here's my thought: they released the OG Forza on the PlayStation Store. And the OG Gran Turismo on the Microsoft Store. Uh, that'll never happen. It would never ever happen, but that would be a really cool, like, hey, let's celebrate these franchises all across the board. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this: when that does happen, you can go ahead and take an aerial tour of the of the city on your flying pig. I will. Again, <laughs> I know it will never ever happen. There, like, there's a billion different things that we could are there, but that's just something that would be really cool, like that, you know, because the two franchises all on it. I'm not saying the whole franchise is released on it, but the releasing the OGs. On their like uh, 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 streaming video game stores, you know, you can only play it. It would be a really cool thing to support both of them. It's never, ever, ever gonna happen. I was gonna say, while we're dreaming of things, I would like a million dollars. Money should be falling from the sky. Yes. Say it. <laughs> say it. <laughs> say money should. I get that reference. <laughs> but that's Forza Motorsports on the Xbox. And what do you guys think? Do you like driving simulators? Are you better than me? Spoiler alert: You, you are. are. Uh, Can you but drive let in us a know. Line, you're better than Sean. Let if us you, know. Hold on. If you if you are better, if you are worse than Sean, and you're sending us an email about how worse you are, get off the internet. You are a five year old. Well, that's just mean to me. <laughs> that's Damn. Just mean to me. Anyway, 
Instead of being mean to me, how about you send us an email to bleepyouplane at gmail.com? Which car would you drive to kill God? Let us know. Bleepyouplane at gmail.com. And if you'd like us to play a game, any racing game, well, you can. You can tell us to play a game. If you subscribe on our Patreon, patreon.com slash whatthebleep, you can do that on our super bleephead tier. $15 a month, and you can tell us a game to play, and we will do it. And with that, I've been insulted this entire <laughs> podcast, but maybe next time it'll go a little bit better, and we'll return Mason back to where they belong. <laughs> next time you can take some shots at me, as it, as it is intended. As the, as the good lord intended, before we killed yes. him with a Honda Civic. Burn it.